Welcome to Listen Up America, a show about the truth, opinions, and thinking. A constitutional and conservative podcast in a world of woke cancel culture. We are the resistance. Welcome to the LUA Podcast Studios. I'm your host, Eric, and this is Listen Up America. Well, let's start off with the update on the the California governor recall election. Pretty much as figured, California found a way to keep Gavin Newsom in power. You know, you hope and you're optimistic, but, you know, there's the reality and it's unavoidable. And that is, this is a socialist state, has been for 10 years and has been building to this for 30 I'm going to talk to you guys a lot in this episode about there's a gray area, but there's really not anymore when it comes to being a Republican or a Democrat, a conservative or a liberal. And I think everyone's starting to see that. You have those people in the middle, the right-handed guys. It's always the guys on the right that want to be the buddies. They want to get along. They want to be seen as a nice person and you know all this fakeness. But this is what's important to them. John McCain was a big time one of those. Lindsey Graham was a super obvious one as he was riding the coattails of John McCain back when McCain was alive. He was a bootlicking senator that you just, the guy was just drooling on himself to just sit next to John. John's dead. All of a sudden he grows a pair and you're like, wait, where'd this guy come from? And then you see from time to time he quiver right back to bootlicking John McCain. The Bushes, all of them, have been nothing but bootlicking liberal wannabes. They want to be liked. The old man was that way. Reason he lost? Read my lips. No new taxes. Week later, I'm taxing the crap out of all y'all. Boom, he loses. Hello, Bill Clinton. They sacrificed the integrity of actually having a moral compass. Standards, living by, like, I believe this and I'm going to stand by this. To, well, you know, it looks like I might have to, if, I, if, I, if, I, if I'm going to get a Kennedy to like me, I guess I'm going to have to raise taxes. Thanks for playing. His son was a complete idiot. Compared to Biden, he's a genius, but he was a moron. Yes, I voted for him. What else was I going to do? Vote for John Kerry or Al Gore? I mean, come on, it's just not even an option. But you sit there and all George W. Bush wanted to be, he just wanted to be liked. He just, you know, everyone just, come on. He, he never fought back. He never stood up for himself. He just wanted to go along to get along. You know, and the Pentagon loved him. And the CIA and FBI loved him because, you know, we went to war all over. And the left acted all indignant, like, oh, he's such a piece of garbage. And they just trashed him and trashed him and trashed him. And he just sat there and took it. It's like, so how did that, I just want to be your friend, like me, because I'm a good person, work for you. They destroyed you and you just sat there and took it. And you have someone like Trump, who's the antithesis of all this, who's like, if you don't like it, suck it. Now, I didn't like him either. I mean, the choices we come up with, and we'll get into this later in the podcast, is irrational at best. It makes no sense. We get drawn into, you know, name recognition and popularity contests, not by the content of their character. No, forget all that. Not by what they believe in. No, no, don't care about that because I vote for D's and I vote for R's. That's all I ever do. Which brings me to the California recall for Governor Adolph Gavin Newsom. All I've heard for a year is people pissing and moaning about this state because they're finally seeing it for what it is. 
See, we used to call it a toilet bowl. Now it's, it's evolved. It's now just a septic tank. And those that know what a septic tank is, is the collection point of all the toilets. It was a smash. I think the final was like 65, 35, give or take. It wasn't even close. It was a two to one. And I look, you got San Francisco County, 86% voted no. LA County, 71% voted no. San Diego County, 59% voted no. Voted no pretty much, except for like in the Central Valley. And these people bitch and moan about everything in their own cities. Uh, Why is there so much drugs? Why is there so much crime? Why are the stores closing so fast? And why are they just leaving? What about, why is the education system so broken and my kids stupid? Why, 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 why? They never for once ever look in the mirror. They complain about it, but you had a chance to change that, to get needles off the streets. You know, in San Francisco, they give them to the drug addicts on the streets. The point is, bring me your needles and I'll give you clean needles so that way you don't, you know, get AIDS or whatever. But you walk around the streets of San Francisco and there's nothing but used syringe needles everywhere. How's that working? They hate it, but apparently not that much. They don't mind walking in it because they decided to keep the guy that used to be the mayor of San Francisco that started this and is now turning the state into San Francisco. You got people all over the streets of California. They're everywhere. They're not just in LA and Venice Beach. They're not just in San Francisco. They're everywhere. You look at an underpass, you look alongside the freeway, you will see boxes, tarps, and tents everywhere. Everywhere except Beverly Hills and Nancy Pelosi's neighborhood. That's about it. It's everywhere. It doesn't bother anyone now. It bothered everyone a little while ago, because they were pooping all over the streets. In Venice, there's videos of men raping women on the streets. They're other homeless people, but they're raping them. Whatever. I guess we don't care about any of this. It's clear that a Democrat does not care about their community, but they will bitch about it. They just won't do anything about it, and there's the key. They won't do anything about it. So we sit here in California, the septic tank, and we wonder, well, what's next? Oh, it's easy. For me and for millions like me, we're leaving. I got some friends like, Eric, you can't go. You know, you got to stay. You got to stand up for conservatism. You know, without you, it's over, guys. It's over. It's over. This state will never recover in my lifetime, ever. It just won't. You have super majorities in the House and the Senate of the state. We've got two senators. We don't even know where Dianne Feinstein is. She's a, she's a no-show. I mean, talk about cheese slid off a cracker. The Democrats like, you need to replace her. And it's just, it's a nightmare. You know, Kamala's replacements out there. He's a peach. He's a no-show. Just insignificant. You hear nothing about California senators in the big picture. Congress. Oh, we got those guys. You got Adam Schiff, future senator. Trust, we'll, we'll elect him. We'll make him. He'll be the senator of California and he'll be that for 40 years. You saw that guy's act when it came to the impeachment of Trump, which was a complete farce. There's news about that, by the way. Real quick, Sussman, who was the attorney for the Clinton campaign that was kind of running behind the scenes and all this, has been busted and is being charged. The FBI, the whole thing. Let's go into the grand jury. The hope is he's going to give up the information on the who and the what's and the where's, and then we should get names like Clinton. Be mindful, Sussman might just get Clinton before he gets a chance to talk. Epstein, anyone? And everybody else that crosses the Clintons. But back to the election, it's, it's over. So my wife is on year 23 of being a teacher here in the state of California. So here is our master plan. 
We finish this next year and a half. My youngest son is off to school next year, so he'll be a year into it. And my wife and I, we're out of here. And not even for a thought of like, hey, we'll come back and visit. There's nothing in California worth my time. And mind you, I love, my family loves going to San Diego, going to the zoo and the wild animal park, things like that. Going to Balboa Park where all the museums are uh, just outside of downtown. San Diego's beautiful. Well, it was. When you, when you get below the uh, building line and look at the streets, it's disgusting and it's trash and it's, it's just infested with homeless. Okay. No, thank you. LA, you know, they've reimposed COVID restrictions. You gotta, you gotta be vaccinated if you're going to go anywhere in LA County. Well, guess what? There's nothing in LA County I give a shit about. So I just won't go. There's other counties out here, San Bernardino, Riverside, North County. They're not going to do that. And that's where I'll go. If I want to go somewhere, I'll go there. If I want to spend money, I'll go there. But I have nothing for LA. You in LA can have it. You can go get your vaccines and, and pretend you're protected and all that. Make you, you know, and cry about your, whatever you do, you. But I'm not going to that crap hole. There are homeless and criminals everywhere in that county. They're everywhere. They run it now. So people say, well, what about Disneyland and Universal Studios? I don't give a crap. Frankly, I hope they all go out of business. I hope everything in LA County goes out of business. Now, I know Disney's in Orange County, but I just hope it all goes out of business. Just closes down. The only thing in this state that they haven't ruined but are trying to ruin as we speak is tourism. They've destroyed the industrial segment. There's nothing here anymore. Nothing. It's barely anything. There's a lot of small businesses, and I'll get to that in the COVID segment. Uh, you know what? I'll get that to it now. My wife and I went out the day of the election, the days after, and we talked to people, you know, friends that own businesses and things like that. Come to find out, none of them went out to vote. People that own the businesses, restaurants and the like, that were directly affected by the shutdowns and the mandates and all that stuff, that were day-to-day paying bills, didn't take the time to go vote. And it just, I don't know why it astonished me. It, it, I was just like, wait a minute. See, so again, you bitch and moan that this is all happening, it's killing you, and then you have a chance to speak, and you just go, meh. I would love to know the number of people who didn't vote and were complaining before and had something to lose because they're going to lose it. I said a third of small businesses in the state, 20,000 in the last year and a half, gone, never to come back. They're gone. Families had to declare bankruptcy. Some are homeless. Some have moved. Some have moved in with somebody else. It's a nightmare. But nobody could be bothered to make a change. No, nah, let's just go status quo. It's cool. This guy's awesome. He's got hair. He talks with his hands. He's very cliche. You know, he just talks like, you know, we just want to go out there and focus on the next game and uh, make sure that we, uh, you know, execute the game plan and respect the team. That's all this guy ever does. He's just a sports announcing cliche mark. He's a hack. He will be your future president of this country. You watch. He will run. Oh, he's so handsome and he's got hair. What about his, you know, thinking and his context, his belief system? Doesn't matter. His eyes just sparkle. That's where we're at. And it's disgusting. We sit here in a world where what you look like and how you sound, not what you say, is all that matters. Results from his decisions and Democrat decisions, you know, they don't matter. They did not run on Gavin Newsom's successes. He has none. He has none. They ran against Trump. And I'm like, Trump, California, are you kidding me? What are you guys even talking about? They're calling a black man a white supremacist for God's sakes. And these people, yeah, what? 
White people calling a black man a white supremacist, but I'm racist. It was mind-boggling and to the point of, I just don't care about California anymore. We're going, and then, oh, by the way, all of you in California, once we leave, you're going to be paying my wife's retirement. We hit 60, so in uh, nine, eight years, you all in California are going to be paying the bill as my wife and I plan on living to be 100. For 100 years, while we go live in South Carolina or Texas, somewhere nice like that, and live in in a $300,000 house is brand new, that's just perfect, and a great community, and you're going to be paying my bills, and that will be my revenge, because you people will keep doing it, because you're just too stupid to stop it. So I want to let you know that you're going to be doing that. Thank you in advance for being a moron. But in the end, they bring out Joe Biden came to California, because they were worried in a blowout, to save him from the recall. Kamala came out. There were commercials out here with Barack Hussein Obama and Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. All were on TV telling you what a wonderful man he is. Because of him, California is the way it is. And you're going, yeah, it's a septic tank. But they don't know and they don't care because they don't go outside Beverly Hills. They fly into either Burbank or on a private plane or they fly into LAX. They get in a limo and they go straight north to Beverly Hills. They don't stop in Inglewood. That's right there by LAX, by the way. They don't stop in South Central. No, 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 no. We just keep going. Nothing to see here. Have a cocktail. They have no clue what goes on in this world. And the people that vote for them they see what's going on. They don't believe what they're seeing. And they believe that Gavin Newsom is the second coming of Jesus Christ. I kid you not. It is disgusting the view Democrats have of these people that have no righteous policy. It is all just fluff and a way to break down the system from the inside out. So here we are. California gets the government it deserves, and uh, luckily, I only have to be a year and a half. And the stupid thing is, real estate prices will continue to climb. I'll be able to sell my house, most likely, to like Chinese people. It's pretty cool. See, depending on where you're at in California, the Chinese are moving in, and, and our area happens to be one of them up in the desert. They're buying property, cash. Hey, I want a million for the place. Well, they'll give you a million three with everything inside. And I'm like, you can have my underwear. I'll get new underwear. It is ridiculous. So we'll see what my house will be worth. We'll sell it. We'll walk away. Chinese will have it. I won't give two rips and I'll move it on and I will not come back. And mind you, like I said, California, two of my favorite places in the world to visit is up in San Luis Obispo County, Morro Bay. Love Morro Bay. If you've never been too bad, I'm sure it's a crap hole now, but to get there, you got to drive through all the slums and the ghettos and the homeless before you even get to open country. And the other place is in the Eastern Sierra Nevada and it's the Mammoth Lake area. Oh, well, I'll give it up because it's not worth coming here, spending money on this, the septic tank. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Our Instagram page is at listen underscore up underscore America underscore. And our Facebook page is L-U-A podcast all together. L-U-A podcast on Facebook. So please join the community. Tell us what you think and uh, share with all your friends and let them know how awesome we are. COVID time. Don't touch me. I'm sterile. So I spoke last week to you guys about Biden just out there writing paper. 
no laws are being passed about anything, but everything's being made mandatory. You will get a vaccine or else. So there's more exemptions that have come out that I wanted to share with you. I told you last week, Postal Union doesn't apply to them. Here's a good one. Congress and their staffers, they don't have to get vaccinated, but you do. But most importantly, illegal immigrants do not need to be vaccinated. There's actually information in there that says the only reason you would need to be vaccinated is if you choose to become a citizen. They're literally asking illegal immigrants that are coming around 250,000 a month that are caught, not including the 250,000 plus that aren't, coming into America and saying, if you want to become a citizen, cool, you got to get vaccinated. These people have no interest in becoming citizens. They just want the free stuff. And you're more than happy to give it to them. It's all good. Give them all the free stuff. But again, this is the worst thing ever, but we don't want people that are coming across this border with questionable and poor health already from very poor and questionable countries' medical histories can't even provide any of these services. They're coming and we're like, okay, do you want to get vaccinated? Um, well, let's ask the red devil. It's a requirement for people at a business with more than 100 people, it is not a requirement for migrants at the southern border. Why? That's correct. Go ahead. Do you hear the disdain? Like, how dare you ask me why businesses with 100 people more have to be, but migrants coming across the border illegally don't? Yes, that is true. Moving on, we have been told you've got to follow the science from people that don't act very scientific. You've got Fauci and Biden and the White House shooting their mouths off, and we just got to take it because they're the people in charge and they're smarter than you because people with a D next to their name said so. There is nobody in charge of the FDA right now. They're looking for a replacement. The number one and number two people on that pecking order list of, I guess you would say, leadership. One's been there almost 35 years. The other one's been there about 15. They have offered their resignations and are quitting due to pressure from the Biden administration. Now that's what it said a little over a week ago. And then you come to find out this is what's going on. FDA vaccine regulators are saying no to the booster shots. But wait, Fauci's been on TV and Biden's people are going out there saying, you gotta get your boosters quicker. You gotta get a booster. Wait a minute, it gets worse folks. In the Wall Street Journal, FDA says COVID-19 vaccines remain effective without boosters. Agency scientists express skepticism that an apparent diminished protection is rendering the vaccines less effective. They're doing this on purpose, the confusion. Let's play the games. I'll say yay, you say no. And then we'll just kind of argue about it behind the scenes. But let's make sure America gets a front row seat of this so they can all just go, why are you not getting vaccinated? Why are you vaccinated? This is unbelievable. We literally have the White House, Fauci, and the NIH, you know, the gain-of-function guys that started this whole crap show, saying, you need to get a booster. You need to get a booster. In the meantime, the scientists at the CDC and the FDA are saying, you don't need a booster. This is completely inappropriate. The World Health Organization says, you don't need a booster. So for you morons that are screaming at the unvaccinated saying, you need to get vaccinated, you're killing everybody. You're stupid. You are an ignorant clown that doesn't pay attention to the scientists that are telling you this is a bunch of crap. That's all it is. 
but boy, you put your hand to the Fauci Bible and you bought this hook, line, and sinker, and you think whatever that man craps out of his behind is the end-all, be-all, the holy grail of science. It's nonsense. All of this is absolute nonsense. I got a clip I'm going to share with you from the former FDA commissioner. His name's Scott Gottlieb. He was the guy in charge before Biden came in, okay? This is what he had to say about all this. Look, states can mandate vaccines. Federal government has never done something like this before uh, outside of the U.S. military. The Republican governor of Arkansas is on TV today saying this is going to backfire. He's trying to convince his constituents to take the vaccine. And because the federal government's telling them to, he says it's going to be even harder. Practically speaking, does this mandate make sense? I think the um, downside of this mandate in terms of hardening positions and taking something that was subtly political and making it overtly political could outweigh any of the benefits that we hope to achieve. There are no benefits. We're hurting the mental health of all Americans, young in school, those trying to go to work. Everyone is struggling with this because it makes no sense. None of them are willing to do anything about it. They just sit there and just take it. Except if you go to college football games, that's why I love college football, because the fans just go, don't wear a mask, have a good time, chant F Joe Biden, it's epic. They're now talking about mandating vaccines for domestic air travel and trains and so forth. But domestic travel, if you're going to use anything other than your car, they may even vouch you to get mandated to be in your own car. You, you never know with dictators where they're going to go. No one's stopping them, so they're going to go as far as they can go. But they're talking about doing this on the airplanes. Now, my wife and I are taking my youngest son in a month. We're going back east to Wisconsin and driving down to Nebraska and flying out of Kansas City. We've got a couple of colleges that have invited my son to come visit. He wants to see them. They're in his top five, so we're going. But we're not going if they're going to mandate it. And that's and I've already told him. I'm like, hey, if they mandate this and say we got to get vaccinated and they do not accept a religious exemption... If the airline doesn't accept it, we're not going. If they take it, great. If they don't, we're not going. We'll just get our money back and that'll be the end of that. But you've got Saki out there. The Red Devil's at it again. Here's what she had to say. Last question. Is he now considering mandating vaccinations to fly domestically? We are always looking at more we can do to protect and save lives. Uh, obviously, he made a significant and bold uh, announcement yesterday, so I have anything to predict or preview for you, but we'll continue to look for ways to save more lives. So honorable to do all of this freedom-taking of you, the American citizens, in defiance of the Constitution and your rights as a human being here to try and save lives. That's the justification. It's a lie. I just went through the, you got half of them saying, don't get a booster, and the other half that's political saying, get the booster. And you went and got the vaccine. And they're telling us now that if you got the vaccine, you're likely to still get sick, and it's going to cause you some problems in the future. Problems that you weren't anticipating, didn't expect, but it's going to make health issues down the road worse for you. That's what they're saying now. How excited are you about that damn shot now? So we go to this next clip. Got this clip from a reporter from Bloomberg. A change in tone is something that gets thrown around a lot when we describe politics and political leaders like the President of the United States. That was more than a change of tone. That was a change in substance. Oh, this is a 180, absolutely, from where Biden was. I mean, as President-elect Biden, he really backed away from the idea of federal mandates. Just being Democrats inconsistency. That's how we play the game and keep everyone super confused. 
Here's some more COVID tyranny for you. So the Surgeon General, he's a heck of a guy. Surgeon General Dr. Vivek Murthy, he's the Indian-looking fella. He's revealed that the Biden administration will police exemptions to President Joe Biden's COVID-19 vaccine mandate. Go ahead, swallow that one up a little bit in your brain and try and process. So the government's going to be following you. If you go for an exemption, they're supposedly going to put the vaccine cops on you. And I guess they're going to find out, try and judge if it's legit or not. Just to give you an example for me, religious exemption. It's simple. With Christ and the Bible, it makes it pretty clear. Uh, having the government wanting to do something to your body is not for them to decide. It is between me and my God. People can say, well, you got vaccines when you're a kid. Yeah, I didn't have a say in that. I just got them. But here's the kicker. Those vaccines have been out there for a hundred years. They've been tried and tested and improved. This thing was thrown together in seven days and results are all over the place. It's chaos. Listen to them talk. They don't have a clue. I don't want this in my body. People say, do you take Tylenol? I guess if I have a headache and I want something, sure. Usually I'm dehydrated, so I just drink water, iced tea or something like that. And I Gatorade and I feel much better. But I'm going to give you some Eric history. I've had a few surgeries and those that know me know, yeah, he doesn't mean three, a few. <laughs> from two back surgeries, gallbladder from hell. That's a story upon itself. Uh, 62 staples across my abdomen. Okay. It wasn't your typical little gallbladder. Uh, knee surgeries multiple times, things like that. Broke my neck when I was 17 years old. Didn't know it till I was in my thirties when I got my first MRI. Pain is not a problem for me. I tell you, hey doc, my pain's an eight. For you, it's a 26. Okay. Pain tolerance for me is stupid. I don't like it. It's just the way my body is. So I can take it. So after all of my surgeries, again, this goes to that opioid crisis. Doctors are like, here's your Vicodin. Here's your Demerol. Here's your morphine. Whatever. They're just throwing it at me. I'm like, I, I don't want any of that. I'm not taking any of that. I didn't take any of that stuff when I was in the hospital. You know, they got you hooked up and they might put you on a drip for a little bit, but uh, I never pushed the, the button to spike it. I'm not into that. I didn't want it. I'm like, get it off me. I don't know about you, but when I take pain meds like that, uh, my innards don't work. And that's more uncomfortable than anything else I'm dealing with in my recoveries. So I pass on it. I don't want pain meds. I'm good. So I hope that helps a little bit in understanding where I'm coming from. I don't trust any of it. I don't want any of it. I'll be fine. I make that choice between me and my God. And all I ask is you respect it. You want to hop yourself up on pot at night, knock yourself out. You want to do Coke with fentanyl. Best of luck with that. I don't want the vaccine. I don't trust the vaccine. And every week, more and more information comes out that I'm right. And you people that took it might have put yourself in a really bad spot. Maybe not today, but tomorrow is a new day. So per the government, your Surgeon General, they're going to be keeping an eye on you and your exemption status and so forth. I'm going to play a clip. This is from a month ago. Fauci, Walensky from the CDC, and a White House spokeshole. It's not the Red Devil. It's another guy. Listen to what they said not four weeks ago. So, so you're right. You know, let me be clear that the government is not now, um, nor will we be supporting a system that requires Americans to carry a credential. There'll be no federal vaccination database, no federal mandate requiring everyone to obtain a single 
uh, vaccination credential. Um, as these tools are being considered by the private and not-for-profit sectors, our interest is simple, and that's about protecting Americans' privacy and their rights uh, so the systems aren't used unfairly. Uh, so um, we will make sure that you know, consumers' protections are, are first and foremost in the private and not-for-profit sector efforts, but there will be no government, federal government system in place. Oh, how quickly things change, I guess. We're never going to do that. We're doing that. That's what they're going to do. This is going to happen. I told my son, prepare yourself. I don't think we're going. The government's going to take it away. So just prepare. They're saying they're not going to do it. They're saying at the White House, eh, we're talking about it. But they're not talking about it, but they're talking about it. More confusion, just playing the same old game. For those GOP governors out there that are standing up and saying, hey, uh, we're not playing this game. They're talking at the White House about withholding this poison, which I'm fine with. There are people in every state that want it. Okay, then they should be able to have access to it. But the White House is playing power games with, then we're not going to give it to you. Well, then wouldn't you be the one responsible for killing the people if you have it and you refuse to give it because you're mad at a governor? Wow. Way to punish everyone around the guy you think you're trying to punish? Well, he'll get unelected. No, he won't. Get over yourself. This is childish. But here's what a guy on CNN had to say about it. And those governors that stand in the way, I think it was very clear from the president's tone today that uh, he will run over them. That was courtesy of Cedric Richmond on CNN sharing with you from the Biden administration. We don't care. We're just going to run them over. We'll squash them. We're going to throw a constitution out the door. We're going to do what we want because that's what dictators do. Which brings me to this last clip. Fauci is on CNN being confronted by like Gupta, that, that doctor guy. And then it's also got uh, Cooper Anderson asking him a question that I've been asking and stating fact and information. I've been pulling for you guys for weeks about the actual control groups that you can use in Israel as a basis because they are the most vaccinated country on the planet that are now having a massive problem. Everything was good, and then everything wasn't, which goes back to this is not a solution you should be putting into your bodies. But they ask the man, I want you to listen to it. It's only 34 seconds. I want you to listen to the Dr. Gupta and Anderson. I want you to listen to them ask the questions. And then Fauci at the end is going to reply. There was a study that came out of Israel about natural immunity. And basically the headline was that natural immunity provides a lot of protection, even better than the vaccines alone. Um, how, what, are, what are people to make of that? So, so as we talk about vaccine mandates, there are, I get calls all the time. People say, I've already had COVID. I'm protected. And now the study says maybe even more protected than the vaccine alone. Should they also get the vaccine? How do you make the case to them? You know, that's a really good point, Sanjay. I don't have a really firm answer for you on that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That guy's in charge. He doesn't know. He's too busy going to galas and going on TV and politicizing everything and having a good time over here. He doesn't do his job and hasn't done his job. The ultimate control group on this planet is the country of Israel. And his answer is to the question, I don't know. But I and half this country has to obey that. That's what you're calling science. Left-wing, liberal, socialist, vaccinated people that are fanatical about this, that are screaming everyone to wear a mask. That's 
what I'm supposed to listen to. You're not listening to it. I'm trying to show you. Listen to the words coming out of their mouths. They're lying. They don't know anything. But there you are, sheep getting in line. You got almost half the country, liberal America. You got them. You got the sheep. They're just walk, 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 get a shot. Walk, 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 get a shot. Put on masks. Go to work. Don't go to work. Stay home. Don't go to school. Wait, get my shot. Get another shot. Get another shot. Get another shot. You people need to check yourselves. You need to slow down and you need to actually turn your brain on. I know it's hard. There's a lot of pot in that head. But you have to take responsibility. Get a little more involved. Try reading something about all this. Try watching them on video clips where they actually say things and, and you're like, well, that's Fauci. Yep, and those are words coming out of his mouth that you should be going, wait, what? Which brings us to the next segment. How easy is it to be a Democrat? Don't have any cool theme music. Couldn't figure anything proper that would make me laugh when I did it when discussing Democrats. And I said, it's just easy to be a Democrat. It's all emotional. There's no logic, no responsibility, no accountability. You just get to go out there and peace and love life to death. And then you get mad that there are consequences. I said, I try not to be too Christian-y about all this, but you know, there's some basics here. You start off with the Bible, the first part talks about God giving free will, but the rest of the book talks about how to live who to worship, not what, who, him, honor him. And by doing these, you will honor those around you. You will be loving and a better person. That's what it's all about. At our church, we talk about the ABCs. Admit, admit you're a sinner and you're a hot mess. Believe, believe Jesus Christ is the answer to that problem. And see, choose, choose to follow him. Read, go to church, learn something about it, and try to apply it to your life so that others around you, be it your children, your family, and your friends, coworkers, and on, see you behaving in a better way, taking the high road. When you have to make a call and it's, hey, my faith says do this, and it may be the wrong, it may get you fired or may get you an F in a class, that's okay. You do it because that's the price of believing in something bigger than yourself and a government. But to be a Democrat, you just be a hypocrite. There is no continuity. They don't believe in anything consistent. They just believe in this. But when it applies to that, no, 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 no. See, that's a you thing, not a me thing. For example, abortion. I played the clip, Kamala Harris, talking about preserving the government has no right to dictate to the human body of what we can and can't do. Well, then that applies to everything, not just COVID and not just abortion. It applies to everything. You cannot just say my body, my mind or whatever, and it comes to just killing babies and then not apply to a vaccine. It has to apply to everything. Here's the deal. And you can say it's a two-way street. Absolutely is. I find abortion to be abhorrent. You're killing another human being. And they can argue to your blue in the face about when a baby's a baby or when it's alive. The Bible makes it clear. I don't argue with God. The point of conception. Joe Biden even said it like a year ago, talking about this whole thing, that he believes in it, but he's not going to impose his will and his beliefs on others. Whatever. And I'm not imposing mine. I'm just telling you, per the Bible, life begins at conception. That's it. There's no, you know, well, give it eight weeks or got to give it eight months. You know, when it comes out, you're killing a separate life. Because if it was your body, it's not removing an appendix. You're removing a, a heartbeat, brain, a soul. 
But then you go back and you look at this side. You're like, hey, do you guys ever watch, you know, when you're watching TV and there's those commercials that pop up with Hollywood celebrities from the left talking about those poor puppies and they're starving and they're freezing and they're shaking. And hey, I'm a dog guy. But if it's dogs and babies, it's not even a contest. Dogs, put them to sleep. But they cry and they plan your emotions. Oh, but what about the little puppies? I don't know. What about the little babies? How do you prioritize a four-legged animal over a human being? We can't comprehend that. And you can't either. That's why you play these contradiction games. I have to save a puppy, but I can't save a baby. You get to go out and be irresponsible and just get to go, you know what? Consequences. I don't care. I want to get rid of it. And then next week I'm going to do it again. I'm going to get rid of it again. And I'm so proud. I've had 50 abortions. And then you're going to wonder why five years, 10 years, 20 years, why your uterus is dead and you've got cancer or something. And you're going to sit there and go, it's not fair. You destroyed your body to kill another life form. There's a price to pay. At some point it's going to happen. And you have no right to sit there and have a pity party. But you sit there and you'll go, oh, the puppies, they value a puppy, a dog, over a human life. That's a hypocrite. And it just goes to the vaccines. These are the same people that want abortions that got their vaccine. And they're panicked and they're freaking out because I don't have a vaccine. Well, wait, they just said, if you have the vaccine, you're protected. What are you worried about? I don't get it. What are you worried about? You have your vaccine. You can't get sick. That's what they've been telling you. I've been telling you different. So you agree with me that that shot you got was a huge mistake? Kind of like the babies you kill was a huge mistake? If you keep making the wrong choices and expecting some sympathy about it, yeah, you're looking to the wrong spot. I'm not God. He's the one you got to answer to. I just look at you shaking my head, and I'm going to challenge you on your hypocrisy every time. You don't care about babies. You care about puppies. You believe in a vaccine, but you don't believe in my right not to get the vaccine. I'll just let you lefties. See, you say process it, but they won't. They are a contradiction. Public schools. The left thinks, because the unions, everybody should be going to public school. And we should have 55 kids in every class, and you should learn absolutely nothing and just get a useless piece of paper and get out. Where some people think you should have a choice. Oh, choice. Yeah, see, it doesn't work there. You don't get to go to another school. Oh, but Gavin Newsom's kids get to go to a private school. That bothered everyone, but then it didn't. When it came time to put your money where your mouth is, it didn't matter. He's rich. He can send his kids where he wants. What about the poor black people and the poor brown people and the poor white people that don't want to go to the ghetto school that has a graduation rate of like under 10%? What about them? See, the left doesn't care about them. They don't, because if they did, we would try to fix this instead of just give the union more power. A lot of this COVID policy is being dictated by the teachers' unions. LA Unified now says you can only go to school if you're vaccinated. So I'm projecting 20, 30, 40% of the kids aren't going to be going to school ever again. Congratulations. More homeless, just what we needed. Hey, it's the septic tank. Just clean it out and then refill it and clean it out and refill it. Liberals and Democrats, whatever, the bad guys, they have no respect for human life. They don't care if you're born. They don't care if you get educated. They don't care about you. And from the right side, the conservative side, it's about, we want you to be the best you you can be. You need to go to school. You need to put in the effort. You need to learn to read and write. You need to do your math. You need to learn some science. You need to, because you are special. 
Every one of you out there is special, has a skill. What it is, I have no idea. You and God, it's between you two to figure that out. What turns you on? What do you like? What do you think you're going to be good at? I don't know. But I guarantee there's something in you that will ring and will come true. At some point in your life, you know, the environment. I love these Democrats on the environment. You know, you got John Kerry and Leo DiCaprio and George Clooney and even that little kid from Denmark or whatever flying all over the world to have a speech to talk about pollution and all these things. You're flying all over the world creating pollution. More than I'm ever going to create, but you're going to try and save the world. These same people have mega yachts and they go trolling around the oceans of the world with no worries whatsoever, spilling sewage out of their ships because you got to drop somewhere into the ocean, fuel's getting burned. You know, it doesn't matter because they're all getting laid. Meanwhile, you got the little people, you know, just you regular Democrats. You're sitting there and you're wearing shoes and you got plastic on your shoes and on your purses and on clothes. You've got plastic and they're like, that's killing the environment. Well, that's oil. You're a hypocrite. Why are you wearing anything like that? Why do you have it all? Why do you got a TV? Why you got an iPhone? All that stuff. Oil. All that plastic in your life is oil. Your computer, your laptop. Why you got all that? And not even to get into, but I'm going to. But you ever seen left-wing people go out into a park, go hiking? They're disgusting. They leave everything around. They never leave it better. They leave it worse. I'll give you an example. We went on a vacation down to Belize. Beautiful country, highly recommend it, if and when everything comes normal again. And the country's economy even survives because it's very tourist-based. So we go on this day adventure. We we just flew down, stayed for like eight, nine days. We go back to the mainland and we uh, do the Mayan temples and things like that, the ruins, outstanding stuff to see. We go on one trip. It was a zip line. Oh, zip line in Belize is nothing like any I've ever seen. I mean, when you're on a zip line for two minutes, <laughs> that's a zip line. Safe. I mean, just really well done. After that, we grab our inner tube. We got to walk like a quarter mile and we're going to go, I guess, upstream. And we're going to go cave tubing in this immaculate water that's just crystal clear. And it's like 75 degrees. It feels like 50 because it's like 90 degrees outside and humid. And you got to let your body acclimate after a little walk with your inner tube. But as we're walking, there's trash everywhere. And I looked at him, I'm like, guys, where did this all come from? He's like, the Americans on the cruise ships. I'm like, of course. They were here yesterday, I'm guessing. He goes, yep. I said, why don't you give me a bag and we'll pick it up as we go? So we pick it up and we go. That's how I roll. I am an environmentalist. I believe in nature and I take care of nature. But we are a part of nature. We are not an extra and a problem to it. We are a part of it. Balancing out the food chains, be it fish and wildlife on the ground. Cleaning the grounds, making it better than before you arrived. That it's nicer. But I sit there and watch people that don't give a crap and just eating their burger and just throwing it on the ground. Now, are they left-wing, right-wing? I don't know. But I see people at rallies, when you go to left-wing rallies and you see them, and the parks are a hot mess after a pro-abortion. Yeah, we want abortion. You look at the... The Mall of America, there's a hot mess. Trumpers go there and do their thing, and it's spotless. So there's a theme, but the reality is they sit there and scream about how we're killing the planet, and they're the ones killing the planet. You know, I have an iPhone. It's like an iPhone 6 or 7. I think it's a 7. It works. The battery works. I don't need a 12. But you notice who gets those damn things every 6 to 8 months, another one comes out. Well, i got to get the new one. i got to get the new one. got to get the new one. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Okay, well, you realize by the manufacturing, production, and use of that, that's killing the planet. No. Yes, it is. You're just ignoring it because you're a moron. 
You know, they talk about capitalism is so bad, except when you're rich. And when you're left-wing and you're rich, personal wealth is amazing. That brings me to a little side segment. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. The Met Gala took place this week, and one bartender showed up. It only cost 35 grand to show up, but it gets better. She's wearing diamond earrings that are worth more than your car. She's in a dress. It, she looked like a Chick-fil-A bag. And if you look at it, you just double check. But she's wearing this white dress with this red and black lettering on the back that says, tax the rich, says the lady at a $35,000 per person event. Tax the rich. Well, I don't mean me, which brings me to my point. You know, you got Buffett, Gates, and Musk, and they're screaming, they got to pay their fair share. A hundred years, Democrats have been screaming about this and haven't done a damn thing. The tax code went from a page to 10 pages to 100 pages, and then now it's thousands of pages. They add to it. They don't shrink it. You know, Biden's talking about tax cheating, and we're going to get this figured out because we're going to hire 85,000 new IRS agents. What, because Musk and Gates and Buffett, they need 85,000 agents? Oh, no, 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 no. They're not for them. They're for you. That's the hypocrisy. They sit there and go, well, you know, anyone making over 400000 they got to pay their taxes, and the IRS is going to nail them. You know, there's a gajillion things in those 1,000 pages on how to write things off, and they write it off. And they have the company pay for vehicles and travel and meals and all that stuff. And yeah, they'll take $399,999 if they have to. They'll live off that. The companies are paying the leases on their property. That's called homes on their boats and their jets. That's all, that's all company stuff. You're not hurting nobody. Every time you raise a tax, you're making consumers, the regular people, the Democrats, they're included in this, they just raise the price of the good that you were buying. If it was $10 and you raise their taxes 100%, well, that $10 item is not going to cost you 20 bucks. Well, why? That's not fair. That's what corporations do. They don't take it out of their own pocket. They have profits to report. That's the stock market. That's what the whole economy is based on. And if they start showing losses, the stock market goes in the toilet. Nobody has a job. You're all living in boxes in Venice Beach. And they don't get it. you got to tax the rich. They've got too much money. It's not fair says the bartender at a $35,000 event. Oh, by the way, none of them are wearing masks. The left hates the military. Hates it. They're now in charge of it at the Pentagon, which is astonishing because it's more of those kind of the Bush and the McCain kind of syndromes. I just want to go along to get along and I just want to get through this. And I'm going to remind you all, as a military historian, the United States has won one war since World War II. That was Desert Storm. That's when we had a guy named Schwarzkopf. And back when Colin Powell was uh, uh, kind of a Republican, he was a fake. But Schwarzkopf and the Pentagon, they weren't. This is what we're going to do. We're going to move in the troops, going to bring in the air power. I'm going to bomb the crap out of the Iraqis for 30 days. And after 30 days of getting the crap bombed out of them, we're going to take the fight right out of them. And then we're going to blitz it. And when we blitz it, we're going to hit them so fast, this thing will be over before you know. Bingo. But I remind you, Vietnam, that was a winnable war. But it had to be long-term. If you're going to stop communism, that means you have to support capitalism, which means you're in it. You stay. We stayed in Germany. 
we're still there. We stayed in Japan. We're still there. Everyone like that. We can't stay everywhere. We are everywhere. But all of a sudden, we can't. Oh, we can't give people that need a backbone that backbone to stand up for themselves and learn from us and grow and change their own community, their own culture to become stronger and more self-dependent. It happens. Look at Japan. Look at Germany. Look at South Korea. We have a tie in Korea because, well, you know, the Chinese are involved and basically MacArthur screwed the pooch and way overestimated the resolve of the Chinese who were supporting the North Koreans the whole time. Pushed it. Million plus Chinese run across the border and overwhelm us. Push us back. And we have a tussle for the next two years. There's ways to go about it, win it, but there was no backbone. Couldn't do it. That was basically, you don't win, you lose. In the Iraqi war, I don't know if that was a win. To be determined. Afghanistan, loss. And I, and I want to make it clear, none of this is on troops. None. None of it. It's all in the Pentagon and the presidencies. It's all on government. This has nothing to do with the young men and women that go out there to do what is right and get treated like bait on a hook. We've talked about that. Just cannon fodder. They don't matter. They're all expendable. But 30 years ago, Schwarzkopf said they weren't expendable, that they were the most righteous weapon on this planet. Reagan built that military, and Schwarzkopf used that military as it was intended and smashed the crap out of like the third largest army on the planet in a weekend. And now with political cancel culture and we got to have all this talking about CRT and the government and racism and white supremacy, all this junk that's nothing but a distraction. They act like it's a pandemic of racism. It's not even a thought in their heads. People that serve in the Marines and the Army that have to hit a foxhole, don't look at the guy next to him in the foxhole and say, you're black. No, they look and they see their brother and their brother is doing their job and they're staying alive and they're killing bad guys. That's how this goes. The guys up in the planes up above that are coming in to drop ordnance. They're not, wait, is that a black guy in Alpha? I'm not dropping a bomb there. That's ridiculous. No, white power. It's none of this is happening. The Navy is not sitting anywhere on a ship or sub contemplating well, I can't do my job because I'm a racist. Did you know there's brown people over there? They do the job to protect their mates, their friends, fellow Marines, fellow soldiers and airmen and sailors. That's the reality. But we're going to play politics now because that's what we're all about. Border. If you're a left winger, borders are evil and racist. And if you want a border, you're a racist. I've talked about that. It's the most overused word next to Hitler. So therefore, neither has any power. They don't mean anything. Calling everybody Hitler diminishes the actual Hitler. There's no comparison. You know, I listened to George W. Bush in Pennsylvania. He gave a live speech, unlike Biden, who gave a pre-recorded because he can't put two sentences together without falling asleep. Bush said January 6th was as bad as September 11th. And the left did what he wanted. Oh, George Bush, you're so brilliant and you're such a loving man and you see it for what it is that white Trump America is just freaking evil and they're horrible and you know it, good for you. The next week he'll say something they're gonna call him a bloody idiot. He's the dumbest guy ever to be in the office. That's what they always say. But he has to have the left wing's approval. So he goes and says something stupid like that. 
Let's see, 2,997 died on September 11th at the hands of 20 terrorists. Okay. Ashley Babbitt was shot and killed by a cop who was black. She was white. She was unarmed. And there's, you know, he just said, stop, don't go, and I'm just going to shoot her. And he shot her, killed her. Yeah, that's the same. I can see the level of equality there. They're saying that, you know, one had, totally, totally see it. You're a moron. I told you, January 6th was bad behavior based on just sheep. This is the sheep effect. Somebody heard what Trump said, misinterpreted. It's that whole, I tell somebody, then somebody tells somebody, and somebody tells somebody else. And by the time we get to the end, people have no clue what was even said. And they just go, well, let's go run it. Then they enter the Capitol building. And then what happened? They're walking around, sitting down. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? They disciplined six Capitol police officers so far for just saying, hey, how you doing? Come on in. It was nothing. It devalues the power and the reality of 9-11. If you're going to say January 6th is worse, and they're saying this, the 9-11, now we're just doing the Hitler thing. You just say it, it makes it go away, which is all they want. Because 9-11, for as painful and as destructive as it was, 9-12 was one of the best days the United States of America ever had. Everybody was under one flag. Everybody was united. And for Democrats, we can't have that. There has to be a victim and an enemy. There has to be. And it's never them. It's always us. But they do eat their own. We've talked about that. You've got gays and lesbians being mad because transgenders are getting more airtime and, and more rights and they're being forgotten. So now they're, it's just, it never stops. Voting. They think they should get the vote as many times as they want because they're right. And for you to say one person, one vote, that's racist. But we sit here at the end and we go back to the same result and the same reality. It's easy to be a Democrat. You take no responsibility for anything. You do whatever you want. You say we all got to wear masks. Politicians and celebrities don't wear masks. The mayor of San Francisco put a ban on a city. You wear a mask indoors, outdoors, everywhere you go. She went to a bar to have a party and she's sitting there. There's, I'll put it up on our social media and you can look at the pictures. She's sitting there with her buddies. They're looking at their phones, no mask, nothing around their neck, just having a good old time, literally shoulder to shoulder getting their jig on. The hypocrisy is so obvious, but not one Democrat in California cared. Not one Democrat apparently even saw it. Gavin can go hang out, you know, when he went to the French Laundry. You guys do realize all the other people at that table were not families and friends per se. It's all special interest groups. Let's go out to dinner. Governor, let's talk about your wife's film career. She makes documentaries. PG&E funds it. You know, the guys that burn down the force all the time. Let's talk about closing these businesses down, but let's keep Home Depot and Walmart open. That's what that all was. And to a Democrat, they don't care. So I'm to the point of this. If I see a sign that says no vaccine, that's fine. I'm not going. But I'm to the point of I won't do business with people that are vaccinated. And you're going to tell me I'm wrong. You're vaccinated and you're worried about what you still can never explain. You just get emotional and get upset and start screaming names at somebody and cussing somebody out. Put on a gorilla mask, you know, white woman in a gorilla mask and throwing eggs at a black man. That's what you do. That's what Democrats do all day long. Ronald Reagan was my favorite president. I think I've made that pretty clear. And I'm going to incorporate more of his clips 
and jokes and things like that because he was very witty and brilliant. But he said something, and this was before he was president, about fascism. And I want you to listen to one of the smartest men that actually was president. Someone very profoundly once said many years ago that if fascism ever comes to America, it'll come in the name of liberalism. And what is fascism? Fascism is private ownership, private enterprise, but total government control and regulation. Well, isn't this the liberal philosophy? The conservative, so-called, is the one that says, less government, get off my back, get out of my pocket, and let me have more control of my own destiny. You have social media companies, Google's, Apple, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, deciding what is allowed to go out. Nicki Minaj, singer, black girl, not a fan of anything about her, but she has the right to speak. And she just went on Twitter asking questions. And she has been crucified. So much so, Fauci, who doesn't have time to look into the Israeli data on immunity without a shot, to respond to Nicki Minaj and basically call her an idiot. Okay. <laughs> this is where fascism comes from. Just, Ronald Reagan just told you. It's coming from the government and the corporations. They're running this whole damn show. Warren Buffett's never going to pay more in taxes. Elon Musk is never going to pay more in taxes. The Walmart family's never going to pay more in taxes. Bill Gates? Pfft, nope. You can add any name you want. Leo DiCaprio, George Clooney. They have every right to send more money in. If they're so damn patriotic and for the cause of liberalism, they can write checks for more than what the government says they have to. But none of them do. None of them. I bet my wife and I contribute more to charity, actual charities, not self-serving where they get a paycheck out of the charity, than celebrities and politicians on the left do. I, I have no doubt. This is where we're going. This is what a Democrat is all about. And it's like, can you change them? No. If they're a Democrat now, the only thing that changes them is like it happened back in the 70s and 80s is they got older they saw what this is all about. They finally woke up to it. What we have to do is start early, locally. You've got to all get involved in your local school districts and your local city councils and your county officials and so forth. You have to. It starts there. And if they start doing things that you're like, that's insane, I don't want that, then you better go speak out. There was a mayor. Oh my gosh, I couldn't believe this. It was up in New York. He goes before a school board and he threatens all, I think there's five of them, threatens these five people. See, what they did is there was some curriculum out there where it was telling these like 12-year-old kids that they had to write a sex scene that they would never show their mother. I'm not kidding you. And then they had to write it in another version that they would show their mother. The mayor finds out about it, goes to the school board out in, it's in upstate New York, and tells these people, I've spoken to a judge, and it has been determined that what you've done is creating child pornography. If you all do not resign immediately, the sheriff will be coming to arrest you all and you will be facing those charges. And the audience lost its mind in a good way. And he turned around and he walked away. I'm going to keep my ears open. I want to hear if they all quit or get arrested. That's where it starts. That's where you're going to make the changes. You know, you got teachers putting 
you know, F America posters on their wall and putting the colored rainbow flag up there, but taking the American flag down and talking about standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. That's where it starts. And if your child's there and other kids are misbehaving, that child should say, why aren't you standing for the flag? Call them out. Social pressure works both ways. And if anything, Democrats are the most weak-kneed people I've ever met in my life. They have no cohesive moral structure. They can take the same point, like I told you with abortion, and say, my body, my choice, and then do the opposite with the vaccine, and to, but make dogs more important than babies. You can see the circle going around. They can do that all day long because it's a mental illness, literally. I think they're just, they don't get it. They just don't get it. Wires in their brain are not firing like they do in regular people who sit there and go, wait a minute, that guy just said something. That's stupid. That's insightful. That's hateful. But Democrats, they know plenty about hate. I can't tell you how free I feel now that I've started identifying as a woman. Now that I can compete as female, I'm ready to smash the other girls. It's the macho man time, and I'm here to tell you I'm here to beat some women. Yeah. I love this segment. This is awesome because now I got MMA fighters all over the world calling this out as complete BS man-on-woman violence. So back on September 13th, there was a fight. It was unbelievable. A biological male and former member of the U.S. Army Special Forces who's going by the name of Elena McLaughlin. It's Alan. Uh, went out and competed against Celine Provost, who courageously, stupidly, I don't know what you want to use, but it wasn't a good idea and she should not have done it. Again, if you want to stop something, all the women should say, I'm not fighting a guy. This guy was jacked and beat the living crap out of her. Literally beat the crap out of her. Rear naked choke, put her to sleep, and her and uh, that other one that, that quit, that started this whole thing, celebrate, oh my God, so special, look at you, aren't you fabulous? Yeah, I'm fabulous because I just beat a girl within an inch of her life, yeah. See, this is the hypocrisy. The left sits there and goes, you can't hit a woman. The right says it too, but we mean it. But then when a dude becomes a woman in the left's eyes, not God's, then it's okay that a man beats a woman. Well, she's not a man. She's a man. You should look at this dude. He looks like Conor McGregor walking in there with a, oh, I got a short haircut and a boob job. Right. And you got traps, biceps, and forearms like Hulk Hogan. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to whip her butt because I'm the macho man and it's all about me. And I'm going to get victories because I can't beat dudes. MMA across the board. The UFC, straight up. Dana White, God bless. If you guys don't watch UFC, watch UFC. Dana White is a company and a person you support said there is never going to be a day that a transgender is going to be fighting in the UFC. Never. And it shouldn't happen. But there's Democrats screaming, you know, guys are, he hit me and, and I don't understand. And, 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 and they go, that's so sweet that Alana got a victory over that Salon girl. She had it coming and Alana is just so amazing. It's a dude. A dude just beat the crap out of a woman and you're okay with it. But that's the left. Whatever feels good, they're good with. Whatever's got to challenge them to think and be consistent, oh, you're racist. They're just going to call you every name in the book. And that's what this is all about. 
It's just about being divisive. There's no consistency. You can't have a debate or argue with anyone that can't put two thoughts together that make any sense. But here we are, another week. You, my loyal listening audience across the globe and throughout the United States of America, you are the resistance. That's a wrap for this week's episode. Be the peace. Don't let emotion get the best of you. Remember, you are the resistance. God bless you, your family, and America. America.